Well, I'm ready when you guys are. I'm good to go. All right, hang on. I'm st- I'm still recovering. It's all right. Let me get in the get in the zone. You finish your moon pie. That'll help. I'm ha- I'm having Coke Zero. You don't have an oatmeal cream pie with Coke Zero. It's like steak with white wine. You don't do that. Okay. Moon pies and RC cola. Okay. Lil Debbie and Coca-Cola. Jesus Christ, you uncouth bastard. (laughs) I'm sorry. We're going to leave that in, and you need to put the little dun-dun-dun, the more you know. (laughs) Prepare yourself for sheer fucking hubris. Sheer fucking hubris. Hello and welcome to Sheer Fucking Hubris, the podcast where we conduct a weekly watch of an episode of Star Trek Discovery and then discuss it. Um, I am Joe Bob. Joining me is Biblio Warden. Yo. And also Mr. Willie. Hello again. And this week we continued rolling through season one with. The fire wolf inside me. And oh boy. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> yeah, they uh they really threw a lot at us in this episode, didn't they? I mean, tactical genius followed by diplomatic prowess, followed by scientific discovery. I mean, we just we hit it all in this episode. <laughs> I guess I, I guess that's one way to recap it. <laughs> so I don't even know where to start uh, <laughs> because this this episode was just such a patchwork piece of shit that I don't even. Oh my god! I, I really have no idea. Well, let's start it where the episode. So we're, uh, so we're still where... in the mirror universe, right? We we are still in uh, we're still in the mirror we're universe, and let's start yeah. it off where this episode starts. Because give credit to Willie, because it starts off with a personal log, and Burnham walks past the the windows of her quarters and makes a statement that even the light here is different. And I was like, God damn it, <laughs> Willie. <laughs> You're a, um, that's why Lord's yep. eyes don't work. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then later <laughs> in the episode, when they blew up the planet, everybody squinted. You know, Burnham, or not everybody, Burnham had to squint really hard when they uh, they blew up the planet. So uh, I, I think there's going to be some fruit to that. Not to mention the way they they changed the coloring of this ep- of these episodes so much, you know, like mm-hmm. the lighting and color and everything else is off. So, yeah. Well, let's <sighs> just pile on because we can't be subtle about anything. <laughs> I yeah. love it. How later on in the episode. And I apologize for jumping ahead. No, I don't apologize. Fuck that. <laughs> um, when, when, 
she's talking to Lorca for the first time uh, in the episode. I think it was the first conversation between them. And he makes the statement, you know, the ends justify the means. And she's like, oh, you don't mean that. <laughs> I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Have you met Lorca? <laughs> like, <laughs> Mr. I blew up the Baran so they wouldn't be prisoners and turn into phoenixes. Like, yeah. Uh, and, and you and, know what? And, and you know what she says? I was to wrong. Him? Go ahead. And it zooms in on his face, and she says, "Oh, but you're not seeing clearly." And I was like, "Yes, he is. He's seeing <laughs> just fucking fine." 67 straight hours in an agonizer booth with no visine, <laughs> and he is seeing perfectly clearly. You fucking science officer, figure some shit out, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, the, you know, this scene was pretty humbling to me because I had made the comment that Machiavelli clearly doesn't exist in this universe because the ends apparently do not justify the means. And damn it, if he didn't almost quote it exactly, <laughs> but he threw in terrible means just to make it. This was like the 98, 2% thing from last episode, you know, <laughs> pretty sure Machiavelli is, uh, is, uh, community property now, whatever the hell they call it. Uh, I don't think you need to worry about plagiarizing him anymore. No. But, uh, well, yeah, you still need to quote him, but yeah. Well, we found out what Saru's doing. So that was that was good. That was something we wondered about. Mm-hmm. Which um, still doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Because, not a goddamn bit. <laughs> because they were, bit. They, they were exterminating all life uh, who was not Terra, not taking them in as bathhouse slaves. Mm-hmm. But um, it not, none of this, none of it makes any sense. <laughs> and I'm so disappointed in this because, uh, especially you, Joe Bob, and you, Warden, because we've been so on the nose about uh, predicting so many things. And I even asked some clarifying questions about the mirror universe. And in describing it, you guys told me that is where goateed Spock came from. Yes. And mm. nobody called. Bearded Sarek. No. What the fuck? Nobody called it. Come on. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I was so disappointed in this when he came walking out there with his goatee that nobody called that. I did, uh, however, I don't remember. How am I going to call it? I've seen it. <laughs> uh, fair That's enough. Fair. All, fair right. Enough. You're, all right. You're off the hook, Warden. I, I did. <laughs> Shit, I can't. I can't even remember what stupid shit I say from one show to the other. I feel like I said something about what I was wondering where Sarek was going to be in this universe, and like maybe he raised her to be a leader, or maybe mm-hmm. a you leader did. of the resistance. I, it's something along those lines. I get a half a whoop. Whoop 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 whoop. whoop. <laughs> half a the whoop. point right. is that Mira Saru has seen Barnum's titties. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, good. I'm, I'm, he has, yeah. and we and got the creepiest neck rub. I've <laughs> oh, ever yeah, no, I know. Oh my god, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like uh, no, it was, it was about as creepy as when he was rubbing their necks on uh, 
on the uh, poverty planet. Cheat. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, yeah. I, and I know it was a function of the, the hand makeup and stuff and, and everything, but it, it just, I'm like, I, I, I'm watching it and I'm like, stop touching her. Stop touching her. Yeah. Stop touching her. Stop touching her. <laughs> it's like, it's like you expect him any, any moment to go like, my precious. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was, uh, oh man. So, you know, I thought it was interesting when, uh, when Burnham was a master. With, uh, so when Burnham was bef- right before that scene, she's kind of given her little, um, uh, you know, her aside, her soliloquy there. You know, the, the uniforms and everything are pretty like hardcore in this, but that looked like a nice, comfy little sheer nightgown she was wearing. Like, I didn't feel like that fit in this universe very well. But, uh, so she's saying, like, I feel it, you know, Wasn't it's that easier. all that Mirakira wore? It was like sheer 90s. Yeah, well, and I was going to say, you guys were asking where all of these officers were coming from. Do we need to have a conversation, Willie? <laughs> <laughs> where did baby true. officers come from? <laughs> I mean, I know so, I'm gay, but I know a few things. Yeah. Well, uh, so anyway, so she, but she's sitting there. She's sitting there talking about it. She's like, it's becoming easier. You know, I'm finding it hard to separate who I was from who I have to be, yada, yada, yada. I'm telling you, I think I think it's suspicious that we haven't seen Mira Burnham yet, and she was just, quote, unquote, missing in action, presumed dead, right? I think that that's, uh, I'm, I'm curious to how that's going to play out. There's got to be something going on there. We're gonna, um, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna run into Mira Burnham. Don't worry, and she's gonna be evil. Hmm. She's gonna be the hand of the emperor, hmm. who strikes oh, from the yeah. shadows. Hmm. And that's why she had to be dead. And that's why the emperor came all the way to see Michael Burnham. Yeah, and I'm she's and I, like, uh, uh-uh, that's not Michael Burnham because Michael Burnham. She's got. And then she's gonna shoot out lightning to give her the emperor's hand tattoo. <laughs> so I missed it. This is two know. weeks in a row we have referenced Tie Fighter. By the way, it's not enough. You can't yeah. mention Tie Fighter enough. We should um, review that instead of this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I I missed it with the Shadow Emperor. I I did say if it's JoJo, she's gonna come out like the crazy eighty eights. Uh, but I said she was going to have a blunderbuss. I don't know why I didn't go with, you know, the uh, cultural appropriation of giving her a sword uh, as a, you know, an Asian empress. So she full on shows up. Of course, this is the end of the episode. This is a jumbled mess. Good luck well, editing it's, this. You know, it's the He-Man sword too. It's it's, it's yeah. It looks totally convincing. Yeah. I thought that was the trailer for the live action Mulan. Was that part of this episode? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. So, all right, guys, guys, we, we gotta stay on topic here. This is gonna take all night. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. So all right, so back to the creep the creepy neck rub. So then she goes out and she's on or, or no, she goes out to the execution scene where they beam them out in space. Um for malicious thoughts against your emperor, right? Just mm-hmm. 
malicious thoughts. They beam him out into space. And uh, and then she's in there with, with Ash Tyler. And Glenn, you brilliant bastard, they're sitting there talking to each other about this how... So eye-rolling. <laughs> about how how uh, he is her tether. He is her tether. And I couldn't help oh, but no, think no, of no, that no, no, damn... No, 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 no. Well, let me finish. finish. I couldn't help Sorry. but think of that damn... The start of episode three where the pilot forgot to engage her safety tether. <laughs> and that's how she... As she got uh, uh, blown off the shuttlecraft, and this, all this started because somebody wasn't tethered. But so, by God, we're not going to make that mistake again, and, and they are tethering each other. Oh, my God. This is so brilliant. Because you remember <laughs> in episode three, when we were reviewing it, we're like, why the fuck did she go forward at, like, warp 12? <laughs> it's because when, when Barnum loses her tether... She has to move forward. That's right. <laughs> God almighty. Uh, I'm telling this, you, Glenn is one brilliant bastard. This is the <sighs> Sistine Chapel of Star Trek shows. <laughs> without question. Oh man. But oh. To, to to the to back to the conversation. Can I just say Ash, when you said that I, I I could not get out of my head the thought of Lorca sitting there like the God pose, reaching out his hand on the <laughs> Sistine Chapel ceiling. <laughs> but uh, all right, all right. So I've 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 detracted you. Where were you? Where were you going with that? Ash is talking to her. They're talking about you know. Verb's like, oh, it was so bad being here. And Ash is like, oh, it doesn't seem so bad to me. And she says, we're all humans here. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? While you're sitting there with the Klingon? And, uh, it, like, literally, like, can you be any more? Oh, God. And what was the other thing she said? Uh, said, we're all humans here. And, damn, I can't remember it. But Oh, no, no. that No, I remember now. <laughs> After she says, we're all humans here, and he's like, what have been doing, baby? <laughs> and she's like, you just, you never know what darkness is on the inside. And he's like, uh, I mean, you know, but don't, baby. <laughs> Maybe it's albino on the inside. You don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> So, yeah. All right, so then Saru walks back in after that loving discussion that they had there, and she kicks Ash out of the bed and then calls Saru Saru. You know, and uh, he's like, what are you talking about? Slave has no name. Or he already told her Slave has no name. And that's just like, I'm going to call you Saru. Game of Thrones. Because, you know, because that still makes no sense. If you do not respect aliens at all, why would you bother naming them? Even if it was to honor a dear friend or whatever she said. All it I didn't think make any sense. A girl has no name. Yep. Creatively <laughs> bankrupt. <laughs> <sighs> 
So, all right, but we get to see Captain Tilly again, who, by the way, her roots are starting to grow out. She needs a new makeover. <laughs> Don't know if anybody else caught that. <laughs> like, well, even I the think... makeup crew gave up on this one. Or the, uh... What I, I was thinking I think about... It's two-tone, but okay. The juxtaposition between last week when we had, like, a fun, t- you know, Captain Killy makeover scene to this one where uh, it was more... Klingon tetes and rape and slave Saru and <laughs> almost broken Lorca and it's like this show. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, you know we can't run our own VPNs in the future, so she can't send the data because they can yeah. track it back to her. Right. So, uh, so they got to come up with a new way. And Saru asks. If there's any Kelpians there. And she lies, which I guess I I still don't understand why Saru, knowing what he knows about the Terran Empire, would have even asked that question to start with. Because the writers knew that we had just watched him be a slave. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't ask, like, hey, uh, you think in this universe, maybe I've seen your titties? But he turns around, you know, it's it's showing how the mirror universe is making them both a little darker because as soon as he ends the transmission, we find out he's lying too. Castillo, why didn't you tell him about Dr. Not Cuba Gooding? He's like, <laughs> eh, details. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to bog her down. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, so I, then I, we I get- want to say again. <laughs> The vis- the ships are in this show are pretty. They really are. That yeah. shot where it both the shots that transition from external to internal shots, I thought just looked really good. Yeah. The one where it zoomed down and into the by the way, it's so it's still so fucking stupid that the saucer section spins. Well, this, what about the fact it, that it, it's a, the- this that is quite a weak point that you've got the entire interior of the saucer <laughs> section held, you know, held on by four little connecting tubes. Whatever. Fuck it. I don't even care. It's okay. You have, <laughs> it was a cool shot. Very, and then the imp- one with impregnable shields in this universe. So it's not like, uh, that's not true. like you would have ever taken damage. That's true. right. Right. Maybe the whole interior warden. I hope, that the whole interior just lifts out at one point and it's like the Captain Jot from the, the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> and it just and it goes and does a flying saucer. That that would be a that would be a worthwhile payoff. I I I, I have to burst your bubble, however. <sighs> Cause the spinning thing would actually look kind of cool on a flying saucer. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean all, be a nice, all the way back to the fifties. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a nice nod to the <laughs> See that's see that's that's a nod. That's not <laughs> plagiarism. <laughs> anyway, that was a cool shot, and also the one where it it came up along the side of the the wind uh, the Shin Shinzao, and you could see all the battle damage paint and everything. It looked really good. Yeah, I agree. Ship. I mean, the the visuals in the show have have delivered. Um, 
where most everything has not. So that uh, that's that's still staying strong, I would say. Um, yep. So, <laughs> so then Burnham gets her orders to go blow up this colony, and yet again, <laughs> we devised a stellar away team mission, right? <laughs> so this rebel stronghold, and because everybody's going soft, uh, we want to get our hands dirty. Two people are going to beam down here to this rebel. The stronghold. two people who weren't on the fucking ship as part of the fucking crew that was going soft. <laughs> this makes no goddamn sense. You think one of these Terran motherfuckers that have been raised to be like super suspicious of everything would be like, you know, Captain. You've been gone for like six months. You just show up. You got this new dude in tow. You, you know, now you want to go just you and him down to see the rebels. Um, But I can't fault him too much because this sets up the best scene, maybe so far in the whole show, uh, which is the little Knights of the Round Table scene uh, where... Burnham comes in, we get bearded Sarek, um, and and then we and Volk finally gets activated and he tries to kill himself, which you know, I think the only way that scene could have been better would have been if when Volk or when Ash Tyler walked in and saw Volk, they both had like passed out. Like uh like in Back to the Future Two, where if you saw yourself, you just passed out. Um, that was the only way this scene would have been better. Everybody would have been scrambling, like, oh, what the fuck happened? <laughs> That's, I, I would have much rather gone like that. But instead, we. Well, we that was a very self aware moment because I feel like they were really channeling the viewers and breaking the fourth wall because I know I wanted to kill myself at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but let's not skip over the fact that I have no idea. How the fuck you miss three shots with a photon torpedo bazooka launcher? <laughs> no! <laughs> Two people just standing there. And they weren't even fucking close. No. Uh, see, I actually I actually thought they were kind of pinning them down. I actually thought that was intentional. Pinning them down? They were wide they were in the wide ass open. <laughs> there was nowhere thought- for them to even go to be pinned down. I see. I thought that was that was intentional. Like they were corralling them, and you know, wouldn't let them get anywhere, so that they, you know, they could apprehend them. Even though that was the plan all along. And and this drives me nuts about uh, movies, TV shows, whatever it is, where it's like, oh, shut up! I've got a plan. Why don't people ever discuss these plans ahead of time? Like, it's so yeah. annoying. With that, you know, because it's Starfleet, and we don't we don't discuss plans ahead of time. Because uh, then somebody might say, "Hey, this is a shit plan." Yeah, this is a terrible plan. Let's go so, to let's go to plan uh, two. Let's go to <laughs> to general sterilization plan number six. Yeah, five was bullshit. To six. Yeah. Uh, By the so, way, I I really want to know what general orders one through three are for the Terran Empire. If four didn't even make the cut for the top three, and it is exterminate <laughs> all other races with extreme prejudice, <laughs> yeah, with extreme prejudice, yeah, oh, man. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
geez. All right. All right. So I'm trying to remember what. All right. So Sarah the Prophet comes out and mind well, melts with her. And, yeah, like, and if you remember, I said, I was like, I was like, that stupid book is going to make an appearance somehow. The whole Alice in Wonderland bullshit. You called it. And you called it. That is, that was one of the damn scenes that he saw or, or one of the flashes that he saw. Why it made any sense because Sarek is probably not married to a human in this universe, seeing as the humans would have looked at him with disdain. So well, that he was wouldn't even have known. That, that he wouldn't even realize, have known who that was. I mean, I feel like he probably got more information than we saw in the flashbacks. He uh, maybe so. He does. Yeah. He saw a world full of possibility and human. But you, you called it. You called that too. His katra <laughs> touched his own katra, and <laughs> we had katrabation. <laughs> and. <laughs> If your contra touches yourself more than twice, you're playing with yourself. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh. <laughs> so, so he decides. He decides <laughs> that they are. Is there a statutory law about that? I, I... <laughs> it's the first time it's ever happened. Okay. I'm surprised like, he wasn't like, like, "Whoa, this like, this other like universe a star come from is fucked up." <laughs> Like, so God damn, I'm a pervert over there. She was eight. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with it? Yeah. Can I, can I, let so, me just say, this scene drove me goddamned crazy because Ash is laying there on the floor. They're like, "What? Well, I thought, I thought you said that she was could be trusted." Well, she can. I don't know what the fuck he's thinking. If only you somehow had the power to look into people's minds, you dumb green blooded <laughs> son of a bitch. What the, I'm like, I'm like, just, 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 just my thoughts to your thoughts, him. Like he's laying there incapacitated. Fucking do the thing. And you know, no the, one, no one thought to say that. You'd think Burnham would have been like, hey, yeah, I kind of want to know what the shit's going on. Yeah. Uh, uh. Now, did and that happen not, in that scene, or was that later? That was later on, right? And and it's not like there's some sort of like ethical thing about like invading somebody's mind because he marched in the room and our orders just like he you know, just did it. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's true. So one thing I did think was funny about that was if you noticed, Phoenix was trying to fight like a Klingon in his headbutted folk. I was like, oh shit, that hurt. It was just kind of knocked him senseless. I, I yeah. thought that was that was kind of funny, <laughs> but um, it reminds so, me of when I tried to like coach my kids' soccer team, and like my brain remembered how to do shit, and my body's just like, oh, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> oh, oh man, this ugh. that look. I'll say this for <laughs> I don't know his name. He acted his ass off in this episode. He did. I mean, he, you know, he did pretty, pretty good. Yeah, um, no, he, he he did a good job. I thought you were uh, talking about Phoenix. I, I'm talking about Phoenix. I don't know his real name. Um, oh, the, the the actor. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the actor who I, I'm I am assuming that he is the same actor playing Voke and and Phoenix, right? Well, since it is revealed in this episode, I will say yes, it's the same actor in both. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, and, and that drove me nuts 
because we were talking about that a few episodes ago. I was like, they didn't even get a new. I was like, they just overdubbed his voice. And they're like, wait a minute, is it even? May even be the same actor. And after that episode, I looked, and Voc was uncredited in all those episodes. And I'm guessing um, that's why. Well, so, I mean, he was having to act with, you know, obviously a uh, stand-in, and uh, you know, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. I was so glad Voc spoke English. Oh, yes. At least that was the, much better. The Hungry Like the Wolf Voke. Voke. <laughs> Firefox. Firefox Voke. <laughs> oh, my God. Glenn was writing this on Firefox. Like, I need... <laughs> like, I mean, Firewolf doesn't even make any sense. Nothing about that made sense. Yeah. He's he like, tried Fire to... <laughs> Wolf? <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. So Firefox. Uh, the actor's name is Sh- uh, Shazad Latif, by the way. Okay. All right. So Azim did a great job. <laughs> Jesus. <God. sighs> he right. has fulfilled his vow. So, but uh, but I guess b- before we got to the, the the planetary mission, we had Tilly uh, somehow knowing how to fix. Stamets because it wasn't a medical issue; it was a spore issue, or it was a mycelium issue. Mm-hmm. So and she's a grad student, so she thinks she knows fucking everything. Yeah, yeah. So she decides that she's going to save him, and for some reason, Saru just goes right along with it, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so that, that then we went down to the, the planetary mission. So she says we're gonna. I need something to carry back to my ship, right? I had well before that. I had like one other thing that I, I thought was stupid. So the lackeys are completely unconvinced that that uh, Mike and Phoenix are legitimately interested in parlay. Yeah, but you know they still marching back to the base and they're like, "All right, decloak the base." And A, that was dumb. And B, Burnham is just, just responds to it like it's a fucking different coat of paint. She's like, oh yeah, you got adaptive camouflage. I'm like, it's, they just showed you a cloaking device. Like, are you not going to be impressed by that? Like, are you, you that's the reaction <laughs> you have? Like, uh, adaptive camouflage. That's why we couldn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't, wasn't like a central plot point of how they got to this fucking mirror universe? <laughs> I had to figure out this goddamn cloak. Like, why not ask Firefox, hey, by the way, how's this shit work? Because <laughs> I, would, I would really like to know that. That's I, fair. Uh, That's a fair point. I, uh, <laughs> but whatever. Tellarites look well, like I- they had babies with Gamorrean. Now, because they have actual tusks, it's a humanized. I take it back. I take it back. Yeah, not Cuba Gooding. He's not. He wasn't racist. They are. They're they're uglier than they were. (laughs) And but all right. So you guys made a comment about this in the last episode about how it's funny how there's a mirror universe that exists that is apparently so vastly different yet. The changes are just so subtle. So, like, the Battle of the Binary Star still happened. 
but Burnham was like this, uh, you know, uh, terrorist or whatever they called her that put thousands of Klingons to death, right? The butcher of the binary stars. And they still lit the, the beacon of Kales, and he's still Vogue, son of none. It's, it is comedic now that y'all pointed out how everything still happens basically the exact same way. It's just, or, or in the exact same timeline. Everything still happens. It's just tweaked every minor event. There is no butterfly effect in the mirror universe. Everything <laughs> still is on the exact same path. Mm-hmm. It's all just a little different flavor. I did think that was funny. Yeah, and um, I mean, everything he said about the Battle of Binary Stars, you could pretty much say about Burnham anyway. That's true. In the in the in the universe we watched, that's true. So I want to talk about this plan Burnham had, which, albeit, was dumb to start with. So I don't know why it would have changed, but so she says you're going to have one hour to evacuate, but I need something in return. You know, um, so he's like, here's the location of our bases. You know, we're going to basically nullify the information and tell everybody to evacuate. Wouldn't it have made more sense to have just stayed on the planet for that hour and then been back up? Thank you. To have been back up and been like, oh, no, we're actually not going to blow it up for another hour. Yeah, I was like, how are you going to (laughs) explain that to the crew? Like, I'm back. I got what I needed now. Go prep those photon torpedoes, and I'll get around to that shit uh, in an hour. Bear in mind, the the crew who tried to prep them immediately, and she's like, no, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, why not rough yourselves up a little bit? Why not spend some time down there? Like, do the old Lorca headbutt into the wall instead of using fake blood. Like, do something to sell this job, right? But... Mm -hmm. uh, it was just so dumb. So, so dumb. It's so dumb because then we then she takes Phoenix back to her quarters and is like, dude, what the fuck? And I thought we were going to really play with this whole he was conflicted and he's battling. He's just like, oh, I remember who I am. Fuck you for killing, killing Takuma. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, he's like talking to her and Klingon and everything. It's just like, you're my tether. He's like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> he's like, just, luckily, like I, just like I killed not Cuba Gooding. I remember it all. I, and I'm sitting there thinking, do you remember eating JoJo? Because if you, if you want to piss her off, that would be a really good way to. But whatever. And then because she gave Saru a name, he saves her. Yeah, yeah. He goes in and flings him across the room because at least Saru is still, like, super strong in this universe. Uh, this is the second yeah. time Ash has got his ass whooped by Saru. <laughs> That's true. He was like, God damn it, I miss my Klingon body. <laughs> <sighs> and then I, and then, I miss I don't my know. Klingon dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I get the impression that Saru could own him regardless. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think Saru is pretty hardcore, which which still just makes no no real sense why Kelpians would be so few and they're so fearful all the time. Yeah, you know, I don't. But 
Well, yeah, so it says, you know, she, she, she made she, she made an attempt on the captain's life. So so uh so they're gonna take him to be to be executed. Meanwhile, Tilly then, is I think given, I think hold on, hold on. I think like my uh Amazon Prime skipped a scene. Uh because I totally do not remember her contacting uh, her version of Saru and setting up the whole rendezvous to pick up Phoenix later. Uh, no, that's that's. Yeah, I don't think it happened. Um, How much time was there in between, like, when they took him to the execution chamber and when Burnham got there? Unclear. Now looked like she went like right after him. Yeah. How did the Discovery get all the way across the goddamn galaxy from the? the I mean, they were still chilling in the wreckage. At the beginning of the show. Unclear. Why didn't the Shin Chow pick up <laughs> that the Discovery was there waiting to like Hungry Hippos Phoenix as soon as they released him? Unclear. How how about how about uh, uh Vogue said you should have let me die with honor. What's honorable about being handcuffed and beamed into space? Anybody? Anybody wanna take that one? <sighs> God, none of this makes any goddamn sense. <laughs> oh, but hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, That's one so thing I've lamented, one thing I've lamented about this show is how badly they telegraph things. And if you miss it, you're an idiot uh, as a viewer, or you're exactly what the writers of Star Trek Discovery need, one or the other. But uh, so we, we're back to Tilly trying to fix Stamets, right? And, uh, and so they're like, oh, my God, it's working what you're doing. I'm impressed. She turns to him. And she goes, impressed enough to recommend me to the command training program? I'm like, oh, God, he's about to Called die. Called it. <laughs> well, I was like, first of all, he's like, about to gonna, die. This is going to get the makeover is going to give her the balls to, like, get promoted. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, called it. And I also want to say, Tilly, to be such a goddamn expert. When you're like you're trying to repair his brain, and you say those spores will do it, it's like he said, the veins and muscles of the universe. I'm like the that that's not brain matter. <laughs> you think that oh, the uh, oh, Tilly, you're so, so dumb. But, so not only that though, like he's flatlining, right? And uh, she's like, if we pull him out now, we'll lose him. And so the 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 med team comes in to try and shock him back into coherence, and she's like, "Make him stop! Make him stop!" It is clear that Tilly does not have a future in the medical field. She <laughs> should probably stick to spore drive technology. I'm uh, not sure what Tilly should stick to, honestly. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that was another one. As soon as she turned and asked that, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna die!" Like, there's no doubt that. This is about to go, this is about to go tits up because mm -hmm. there's no other reason that they would have put that real awkward exchange in there like that. Ugh. Yeah, they yeah but, oh yeah they they telegraphed it hard. Yeah, it's working, so. it's working, uh, but it's then it's not working. <laughs> and I don't know about you guys, but I thought he was really dead. I thought uh, there's no way he's gonna just like come back to life at the last second. There's no way they would do that. that he was be he was dead dead. Uh, yeah, I, I thought he was dead dead too. Mm-hmm. So, 
You had but me for he, a second there. And, okay. He, he wakes Boy, up, Tilly, though. Tilly loves giving a eulogy. Like, he's not even cold, and she's like, I hope wherever you are, it's a better place, and that you see not Cuba Gooding again. And then he's, like, jerking a lot. She's like, God damn it, I was doing a eulogy. Yeah. She's like, damn it. Uh, uh, quick, get him to the little launch chamber. We got to get this guy out into space. So That's why she doesn't have a future in the medical industries, because, you know, somebody sneezes. She's like, call the time of death. <laughs> Dr. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, so so Stamets wakes up though and he meets Bizarro Stamets um, uh, in the mycelial <laughs> network. So we I guess we have to presume then that the Bizarro Stamets also had a nervous mental breakdown and is stuck in the mycelial network too. Uh, well, right? what he just, well, no, see, no, he, no, sa- he says, no. he says, I've been waiting for you. I- I'm glad you finally made it. He said, Bizarro Stamets had a breakdown, but we need a breakdown in the Bizarro Stamets. I fucking hate it when shows do stupid shit like that. Like just say something and then say it in reverse. Like they're explaining some shit to us. Like when Killy's like, We'll put spores in because right now he's stuck in the matrix. We need to get the matrix into him. <laughs> like you didn't explain anything. Saru's like, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, like no, 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 no. You're a, you're a science officer. You should be like Tilly. That was nonsense. Shut the fuck up <laughs> and give me an actual plan. Oh my god! I was. Wish that would have happened. That would have been great. But <laughs> yeah, there's um, a lot of stuff that would have been great, and none of it was in this episode. <laughs> so, so Burnham beats back up with her Jedi holocron mm-hmm. and uh, gives it to him to start deciphering, and then decides to let those photon torpedoes have an hour to warm up. Right, and then takes the zip disk that she got and puts it on the Corvette and launches it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so on, they shit. beam, no, they I'm, beam I'm him into my... space. I'm relatively certain. I don't know this for a fact. I don't think you would survive seven seconds in space, or however long they said it would in the first. He's part Klingon, yeah. So he had <laughs> so, longer. So they they beam him back over, and uh, and uh, you know he says you should have let me die with honor. He says, oh, you know, murder's not honorable. You'll face Federation law. And then he then he reaches down and pulls up the the disc, and uh, and so then they start decoding it. Again, it doesn't make any damn sense to me why they had to infiltrate another ship to get the files on the Defiant anyway. If it was redacted that heavily, why would it have been on any of the ships? Shouldn't that well, have why like- couldn't you just access the redacted files? And if you don't have, a, a, I mean, look. We said last episode that didn't make any sense, and it still doesn't make any sense. And I would rather have seen what you called, which is Burnham in the Ministerith Library. <laughs> but we, we didn't, didn't get, get that. that. We didn't get that. So instead, we, you know, yeah. once again, uh, these people have never seen an episode of TV, and they don't know that when someone says no, 
I want him to die by my own hand that shenanigans are afoot. <laughs> There's skullduggery afoot. Um, no, I'm just going to put them in an easily escapable situation involving an over elaborate death and assume it all goes to plan. What? So, so they beam him out and then the discovery beams him in. So they've from, got him again. I don't from, know how from wherever got there. Yeah, from uh, wherever. You're right. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. And she goes and gets Lorca. She's like, all right, I want to celebrate this by the good old-fashioned interrogation in my quarters. And, and whatever Redhead's name is, it's like, all right, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Burnham's so fucking stupid. She's like, hey, Lorca. Well, mission complete. Let's go back to Discovery. He's like, uh, no, let's stay here. Yeah, we got to like, make sure they actually decode the data the right way. Yeah, he's like, what if the d- data doesn't d- get decoded? And he's like, well, why didn't you bring that shit up before we came here? It's like, because I'm a Federation captain, I don't plan away missions. Like, I just, you know, hope that shit comes together, and usually it doesn't. But no, seriously, it's... It, it, <laughs> Uh, is uh, well, I know it, Warden. It doesn't make knows. any sense. Willie, are you? Is there any doubt in your mind that it's Mira Lorca? No doubt. No it, doubt. It is. It is. It is Mira Lorca. Why does Burnham not? Uh, uh, and you know what? So anyway, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Discovery credit. I will give Glenn credit on this one. I mean, they've telegraphed it, but. They did. They did set it up, and they were kind of subtle about it at first, with the eyes and with Lorca bailing her out of prison for no real good reason. But you know the fact that yeah, maybe she and him getting to the Empress, him blowing up, him blowing up the Buran. You know, yeah, the, you know real, that real Lorca died on the Buran. I, I, I think, and that uh, was and clever. This, Bizarro this is- Lorca blew it up. And then uh, you know, so he could, he could he could take his place. Yeah, if this is what they've done, which I think it is, I agree with you. There there was some some originality there, so we mm-hmm. can't take it all away from them. And it was halfway clever how they got the zip disk back to Discovery. If the you know the idea was there, if the implementation made any fucking sense at all, you know. It, <laughs> It would have been clever. Or you didn't really necessity uh, made any sense. Yeah. If what? If the necessity made any sense. I mean. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why they would need to do it. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. But so another ship comes into orbit. And even though that colony was only like, I don't know, like the size of like a, a summer camp. They light up, you know, they, they put in planetary sterilization plan number one and just uh, light up half the hemisphere. And uh, and then we find out that Joe Bob was right, called the shit out of this one, and it is Emperor Philippa Jojo. <laughs> what I don't get, though, is it was the Shadow Emperor. Nobody knew anything about her. She was pretty nonchalant about just popping up, <laughs> yeah. you know? 
uh, and you know, I guess furthermore, what the kind of boat was JoJo flying? By the way, was it cloaked? Did it decloak? It launched like around a quantum torpedoes. Because whatever it was, it they didn't know what it was, and then it fucked the whole planet up. Yeah, for sure. But I will say, you know, there was, uh, yeah, to your to your predictions, there was that moment between Lorca and the Emperor where you could tell, like, it was it's it, without a doubt, it's mirror Lorca, you know, because he could, he was looking at her. It wasn't like a holy shit, it's Philippa Jojo. It yeah. was like, oh, he here she is. Yeah, he knew her. So, God, I hate that we're probably gonna get rid of him. Yeah. Isn't there kind of a look where he gives where he's also looks at Burnham like how is she reacting? Mm -hmm. And because he's like, I knew this was coming. Let's see what let's see how she deals with this. Yep. Um, (laughs) The answer is. But wait a minute. (laughs) But but, wait a minute. But didn't when they were looking at the files. They made a comment that Lorca was still captain of the Buran when they first got to the Mirror Universe and pulled the data core. Yeah, Lorca was captain of the Buran. He used the Buran to try to, as as part of a coup, to uh, become emperor and and uh, dethrone Emperor Jojo, the Shadow Empress. And we find out Burnham was somehow. For, for whatever reason, Burnham and the Xinjiao ended up fighting the Buran and blew it up, right? Presumably. Presu- see, presum- I, I, see, see, I thought it was that Lorca was MIA and uh, Burnham was presumed dead. So the implication to me was that it was not ship combat that happened. How, uh, else, are, how, how else are you going to... The captain's presumed dead and the other captain's missing in action. How's that going to happen in, a, in ship-to-ship combat? Well, I mean, well, you can get sucked out into space. Just ask Princess Leia. <laughs> it's not good. Or ask, uh, or ask, uh, Prime Universe Connor. Connor's had a rough run. We finally killed off some white people, though. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> we killed him off twice. So, oh man, he's very. Yeah, we, so we gave the black girl a slave. So we're kind of we're kind of making our way back around here to. That's right. We're balancing things out. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So all right, but so um, <laughs> so I'm I'm it you know I I guess it's time for predictions, right? I mean, yeah, where yeah. do they all the time? Where, yeah. Where do we go from here? Because I I feel like Joe Bob, you've had an otherworldly way of calling what's about to happen. So I'm. I want you to go ahead and tell me the the quick summary of the next episode. No, I don't know about the next episode. It doesn't have to be the episode. Sorry, where the plot goes from here. Okay. Well, I think we find out. Oh wait, 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 wait. I have to talk about one more thing. I have to talk about one more thing that made no sense at all. Okay. The whole. The whole Pry versus Mirror Universe thing is predicated on the fact that everyone is basically the antithesis of themselves. They said that. They said that directly, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it, yeah, which, yeah. 
Yeah. And and the, and that the events of the universe have, have shaped everybody in a way that they are basically no longer the people that you know. They they look like them, but they don't act like them, right? And facial hair plays heavily into it, but yes. <laughs> facial hair plays that. You know, maybe there's a, a mirror universe Willie out there who can grow a dynamite beard. But, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, so Burnham was so convinced that she couldn't kill Firefox because she needed to understand how a Klingon could come together with different species like that. And maybe that was their hope for peace. Did it bug anybody else? That made no sense at all because because Mirror Voke and Prime Voke are two totally different personas and two totally different people. And the Klingons in the Prime Universe are basically like the Terran Empire and the Klingons in the uh, Mirror Universe are like the Federation. It wouldn't matter even if you got to talk to him and be and, like she did. And uh, and he's like, oh, well, you know, our, our survival was dependent on us overcoming our cultural differences. What's she going to do? Go back to the Prime Universe and sit down with a Klingon and be like, hey, look, here's the deal. Your survival is predicated on you just coming together with your cultural differences with other people. They're going to be like, you know what, you're right. This war is stupid. It didn't make any sense. Why look, was she so hell-bent on talking no. to him about if that? You, if you <laughs> tug on any of the threads of the whole mirror universe, they, it all comes unraveled. It all unravels. If everybody's, okay. if everybody's completely different, then why did the Vulcans, Andorians, and Tellarites basically do the exact same thing that they did in this universe? You know? The only difference was they founded the Federation with the Klingons instead of the humans. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, mm. it never really been the thing that the mirror universe is just like literally like the negative image. It's 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 always been that you know, it, it it's been more nuanced as far as it being it's just some a, a version. And of there universe you go. Yeah. That is the first time anyone has described the mirror universe as nuanced. <laughs> it's the uh, first Biblio Warden. It's always oh, been. Man. <laughs> I mean, back to the very first top mention of it in the original series. I mean, you have evil Spock, but he's really not all that evil. He's basically Spock and an adverse situation with, um, a goatee. with a goatee. I mean, of course. Yeah. Well, he's going to walk the line because he's half Vulcan. Well, yeah, I don't know how you need. I remind you of general order number four. <laughs> oh man. A lot well, can change okay. in 10 years. Well, <laughs> and, and that was the first episode of mirror universe by the time we're doing the one we're watching now, there's all sorts of layers of stupidity and inconsistency. Um, most know. of it being in the Discovery era um, because they did a good job in Deep Space Nine, I figure, with not even touching the stuff that came before. Where it gets messy is when you're trying to, like... Do a prequel? Yeah. And 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 have it not make any sense. Um yeah. But we know prequels are flawless. That's always a good idea. Yeah, yeah. 
it's so easy to seamlessly integrate, especially when, you know, there's like three decades in between mm-hmm. the original trilogy and the prequel. Oh, why not? Not trilogy. Why did I say that? The original show. Yeah. You're right. I, I, uh, the original series. I'm sorry. Silly man. But predictions. JoJo is not going to be surprised that it's not the right Michael because she knows that Michael's alive. Because I'm still saying that, that Michael is the Emperor's hand and that JoJo shoots lightning out of her fingers. <laughs> She's a failed clone of Palpatine. <laughs> You were determined to have these be wrong once. Is that what it Um, is? (laughs) Lorca is mirror Lorca. He's going to try to to kill. He's still planning on using Mike to get to JoJo and kill her and take her place. And you know what? I hope he does. (laughs) I can get behind a, a Lorca ship emperor. Uh, uh, no, I said that wrong. A Lorca Emperor ship. <laughs> um, a reign of Lorca the first. First of his name. Um, <laughs> uh, I am afraid, and I hope this is not true. <laughs> of what? I hate stupid redemption arcs. <laughs> Which one you know it's coming about? And you, we spent a lot of time showing just how good a guy vote can be. <laughs> and we're gonna be like, oh, you don't have to be what you were. Look at how this folk acted. Look at how he found peace and hope and love and harmony. Tap into that. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, I'm afraid. You know, that's, you know that's happening. No, I want to beam him into space and watch him die. That's what I want. <laughs> I um, was actually surprised there for a minute. I was like, holy shit, they're actually going to kill him off. And then while he was gasping for air and getting icicles on his beard, they beam him back. He looked like hell, by the way, when he got to the Discovery. I Uh, thought she was going to beam him directly to her quarters. I was like, that's going to be stupid if they check the transporter logs. (laughs) Because I forgot that they don't really give a shit about where in space any of these ships are relative to each other. I should have known that the discovery, or yeah, the discovery would be right there to beam him up, even though it was definitely not right there. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we've, we've definitely broken broken it, space it, travel. We've broken the laws gonna, of physics. Because I mean, it, uh, the thing that gets me is okay. If discovery has stealth that's that good, why the fuck do we care about cloaking technology? <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's a good point. <laughs> it's a good no. point unless they are actually looking out the windows with their jojo telescope <laughs> see no see that this is why they needed why it's bad for her to be evil and yeah because she, she she didn't have that telescope no she has a telescope mark my words 
that telescope's going to make a cameo. It's going to be how. like a Bond gadget. The lens is going to flip up, and there'll be a laser that shoots out. <laughs> um, oh, man. We're going to get out of the mirror universe, but the mirror universe won't get out of us. <laughs> because dun, dun, dun. we're going to get out of the mirror universe, and Stamus is going to make a full recovery, but inside his mycelial addled brain they will have switched places and Stamets will be trapped either in his own brain or back in the Stamets body in the mirror universe and we're going to trade out one traitor in the midst storyline for a second one mm, and I do love those I do um, love those so Here's here, all right. Here's a question. So Bizarro Stamets is obviously in the mycelial network. Prime Stamets is in the mycelial network. Where is Bizarro Dickhammer? Where's the actual Dickhammer in all this? Is it somewhere in the Prime universe, and they're going to have to go hunt for it? Yeah, I I believe they've already said that it's swapped. Yeah, I think I think they swap places. Here's See, the other thing. Why is it just two stamets in damn mycelial forest? Huh? What do you mean? I guess there's only two uni- we're we're two inferred, there's only two universes. But there's not. Aren't there like an infinite number of parallel universes? One would think. One's always been led to believe. I hope they're having a discussion. I really want to bring parallels into this and I really want to is- tug that nostalgia dick. I want to be talking. To each other and then just like they hear like this this like footsteps and rustling and, and damage with a beard just like comes hauling ass through the mycelium the more everywhere and then just and there's, <laughs> they never even explain it that's just it oh man oh, boy. Stamets uh, with the beard hmm. you know <sighs> um I could get on board with that anyway I mean, I'll, oh uh, well, man, you're beard. you you're operating in the wrong universe, man. You need to go figure out how the Defiant got over into the into the mirror universe because everybody has beards over there. Yeah, that is true. I I used to call my when I first started growing my beard. Um, actually, this time last year, I started I had started calling myself Mirror Universe Mike. So, oh Lord. <laughs> yes, yes, Internet. My name is Mike. Uh, <laughs> Which, so, you know, it's, it's not at all weird that we've been talking about Mike and Michael for how many episodes? <laughs> I mean, the only other Mike I know is the mutineer Michael Barnum, and then I am. That's right. <laughs> um, <sighs> all right, so this, sorry, right, so Bizarro Discovery, the, the, the diocesanic cameras in the the prime universe right now. Do you think it's going through there just like ravaging everything? And who's the captain of Bizarro Discovery? Is it Bizarro Michael? No. No, that's no. been established. It wouldn't be Michael. Oh, it's oh it's it's Killy. It's, it's Captain, captain Killy. That's right. The true right. So Captain Killy. So do you think Captain Killy's over there chopping off tongues and making them lick her boots? She in, is raping the prime her way universe. To no, she's too smart for that. She's biding her time. They'll get back there and she'll be Empress already. In like three episodes. She will have oh, man. 
destroyed the Federation and become Empress. How? I don't fucking know. She's a senior in high school. Like, this makes no goddamn <laughs> But, yeah, she'll be the Empress. Um, shit, I, I did have another prediction, and it has escaped me now. All right, so how do you think how, how do you think the Defiant is going to play into this? You think that uh, the Defiant and the ISS Dick Cameron are are going to go take out the Emperor? Um, I'm going to stop you there because I think the Defiant is already gone. Yeah, its fate was settled um, during Enterprise. Okay. So if you so want to know more gone. about that, you're going to have to watch episodes of a couple episodes of Enterprise. It's in so. Okay, okay, all right. So, well, all right then. So the Define is no more. But it got over there somehow. Or got back. may not be no more. It's just that it's not in the mirror universe right now. It is no longer a factor. Okay. All right, so... I'd really like to... What happened... Maybe, uh, maybe Mirror, not Cuba Gooding Jr., is the one nice Terran in the whole thing. Stamets will get his boyfriend back. Maybe he's played by Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. I actually like this guy better. <laughs> we'll have not, not Cuba Gooding and actual Cuba Gooding. That's the Mirror. That's the twist. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I would, I would suspect he's still alive. Whether we cross paths with him, I obviously I don't know. But um, you know, like uh, the the redhead on the bridge, she didn't get her eye socket damage in Mirror Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been uh, so she's she's intact. Robot head, I haven't seen Robot head. Well, she's not a Terran, so they wouldn't. Uh, what? Right, because because they don't let any of the other aliens on the ship. Botbot doesn't that, make any goddamn sense in this universe anyway. Wasn't Data the first android in Starfleet? Or is she not an android? Is she a cyborg? She's what the fuck is? She's not an android. Um, Toasterhead? That's actually a helmet. I'm not talking about Toasterhead. I'm talking about Botbot. Oh, um, yeah, no, she is. She is a character that comes into play second season more. You meet more about, learn more about her. But um, yeah, no, she is a she's a cyborg. She is not an android. She's okay. rather she's a rather extreme cyborg, but she is a cyborg, not an android. You think we're she's, gonna find Cornwall? She's gonna be the she's gonna be the first Borg, or no, or actually. We're going to find out she was actually turned into a cyborg by Thanos. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know that makes total sense. That's where her cybernetic implants came from. Right, right, right. So, I'm, so I, you, I can't you, be the only person think... that thought Nebula when they saw her, right? Oh, no. I mean, absolutely okay. not. And, you know, <laughs> we, we, we understand that Glenn likes the MCU. No, we'll never see Cornwall. You don't think so? I think I don't think Cornwall's we'll, in here. I don't think we'll see Cornwall again in the show. I think we've written her off. <laughs> She's at Starbase number number. Well, I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out who all else we could have they could throw at us in the mirror universe that we haven't haven't. Well, come Harry Mud would be fun. 
Yeah, mud would be fine. So it probably but, <laughs> so it I probably mean, won't happen. Uh, yeah, obviously that there's there's going to be a confrontation with the the empress. I mean, we we we've obviously introduced that side arc that it's not enough for us just to go home. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're oh, gonna no, have no, to. Oh, yeah. Confront the the empress. And I'm, I'm still gonna say that, that that we eat Klingon at some point. We eat a Klingon. Hmm. Show how badass the emperor is. Hmm. By the way, further telegraphing the, the whole notion that Lorca is mere Lorca. Did you notice that they served Mike the exact same thing that Lorca looked to be eating and whenever, whatever episode that we were like, uh, you know, I actually I did miss that. Interesting. I, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I didn't notice that, but I could I can believe that. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'll give it to him. Um, I just thought Lorca was just kind of cavalier for most of the uh, most of the show, but as it's piecing together now, like it was, it was not telegraphed until the last couple episodes. You know, it was it was more nuanced and more subtle. Um, and uh, so I, I do think that uh, that was handled really that, well. Yeah, that was that was really well, well done. That was well done. Uh, some of it could have been Jason Isaacs, you know, just he, he did a good job kind of acting that, that just slightly off, but not off enough that you think this guy's not, not who he says he is, you know? Um, but yeah, so we're going to confront Jojo. Burnham's going to kill her, by the way. Going to have to. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a whole episode now since we've killed off a minority, so. Yeah. So, We're ten episodes in and have killed four of them, right? One of which was a double whammy. So we're averaging one like every two episodes. You think Burnham's going to kill Burnham? It's going to look like they're going to roll around. Question: They're going to roll around like uh, like Kirk in episode six, where he's like, "Isn't it time Me, for you to do something else?" Him. <laughs> oh, I hope we do that. Yep. So Burnham's going to kill Burnham. Then she's going to kill the Emperor. Lorca in a in a in a glorious redemption is actually going to gonna save Prime Burnham because he's gonna see something in her that he feels like the universe needs. And uh he's gonna yeah, he's gonna miss the he's gonna his mind has been open to the potential of a happy human existence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Full of full of non business like sex and fortune cookies. <laughs> oh man, this show, <laughs> this freaking show. Yeah. Uh, that's why he, that's why he eats the fortune cookies is because like he's been he's been dreaming of being emperor. Like, oh, see the fortune cookies were for JoJo's family. Oh Jesus! Oh man. Ah. Uh, uh, no, I if, think uh, I full on think we solved the riddle of the fortune cookies with Iron Man three. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Do you think? Uh, what do you think? Saru's gonna meet Slave Saru, and he's gonna be like, "Hang in there, buddy. It gets better." <laughs> I do not, what? but I will say <laughs> sure because I would like that. Oh man. 
this show. Oh, it doesn't count. Okay. <clears throat> so, well, I don't want to, yeah, we don't want to overextend ourselves here. We've still got a lot of episodes left. So, uh, I I think we've given some good predictions. We have four episodes left. And well, we got four plus, plus a whole season. Well, so. yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. I may hate this show. <laughs> I'm kind of leaning that way. These last oh, two bet. episodes have just been dull. So do you think that uh, the way that they're going to try and kill Empress Jojo, uh, Glenn just saw episode four, New Hope, and because uh, Burnham brought Lorca in, they're going to have like a ceremony. Dun, 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 dun. And like, she's going to walk in. She's going to get up to the altar to get her medal. And she's going to make pocket sand and throw some sand at the at the emperor. You think it'll be that bad? I think she's going to, I think she's going to try to do something like that. And then the real Burnham's going to come out and George will be like, I knew you were. Not the right one. Oh, you see, I have had the real Burnham here. Why did you go a little Japanese, a little German there? You kind of, you kind of <laughs> melded those together. It is the Mir universe. <laughs> we are all Nazi minority. Oh Lord. I should appreciate that. That shit is hard to do. You try to do that accent with German. And I'm like, you picked up on it, Willie. I appreciate that, but that was off the cuff, too. I didn't have time to practice that or anything. Before you did well. fuckers judge me. Yeah, thank you. You did well. So, oh, man. Well, I, 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 can, I can't wait to see the next episode. What is it, Warden? The next episode is Vaulting Ambition. Have you noticed that we left Latin in the Prime Universe? <laughs> um, yes. For better or for worse, uh, we left Latin in the Prime Universe. Maybe that's how we're going to, maybe that's how we can denote from now on which universe we're in. If there's Latin, it's <laughs> it's Prime. Um, it's Primo. So. Oh, I what you know? Dude, I, there's I, literally been one last episode that's been in Latin. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and another one in Greek. So let's say the classics. Uh, you're right. You're right. Well, yeah, the classics. Yeah. Proper name. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to bail Willie out here, Warden. Fuck you for not letting me do it. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys a question because I did think about this. I, I did. This thought did cross my mind, and in retrospect, was the title "Into the Forest I Go" about Stamet getting trapped in the mycelial forest in his brain? Because he kept talking about, "I see him through the trees, I see him through the trees," and he may have even said something about the forest. He did say, he said the forest when he was hugging not Cuba Gooding. I think he was actually saying the forest. Mm-hmm. Um. So, in addition to the to the meaning that that it, uh, you know, I think Warren said that it was from a, a poem uh, or, or literary work. Oh yes, no, I, I yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I wonder if it it also was 
referencing that mycelial forest. Well, yes. Because he literally retreated into it. Absolutely. Well, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, these guys are brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. No doubt. I can't wait for, I can't even remember what, Vaulting Ambitions? Is that what you said it was? Vaulting Ambition, yes. The the next episodes are Vaulting Ambition, and then what's past is Prologue. (laughs) The War Without, The War Within. And then the final episode of the season is Will You Take My Hand? What? Oh my god, presented by Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I'm, so, I'm excited, guys. Alright, gentlemen, it's the home stretch of season <laughs> one. We got pole vaulting mission, uh, <laughs> hold my hand, and days of future past. So, <laughs> Should be a hell of a ride. <laughs> it will definitely be a hell of a ride. That we can say with full certainty. I Buckle can. up and steady. Steady. <laughs> All right, Warden, go. This <laughs> is <laughs> Biblia Warden, Joe Bob, and Mr. Willie signing off. <laughs> Until next time. Fight and Fury, performed by R.J. Wilkes, used under license from Shutterstock.